0: blog talk radio
1: you are now tuning in live to the right way on blog talk radio
0: I gotta live till the mic turns off But now I'm here, I cannot go so. I found myself when the rest got lost I'll be the last one that they write off I gotta live till the mic turns off But now I'm here, I cannot go so. I found myself when the rest got lost I'll be the last one
2: the day right on I know we're up and coming, but I feel as if we made it Imagination is greater than public education Quotations, I'm just saying Never let your dreams be taken Take the hatred, build it up and bring it down as motivation Success is waiting, so why ignore it When you can meet it Tomorrow morning, they're yelling where you going. touring, open up the curtains. As of now, I'm loving what I'm doing, so it's worth it. I was told it wasn't meant to be. Yeah, that's what they said to me. Middle school a loser, now I'm
0: standing with integrity and they see. Maybe he just may be greater than he may seem. Put together my team, I dream reality. I gotta live where light turns off, and now here, i cannot go slow. Found myself the rest got lost. I'll be the last one that they right off. I gotta live But now I'm here, I so sure. I myself the rest got
2: lost. I'll be the last one that they right off. I was born to kill hits, maybe I'll get filthy rich. Dirty money coming clean, premature I thought of it. Little boy with big dreams, I was just a bigger thinker. Step outside the box and maybe you can see the bigger picture. Thinking shows with bigger crowds, hold more people than allowed. Better get your ticket, cause in an hour they're selling out. Everybody's hands up, don't be and yelling at it. Even if you ain't a fan, you leave my show and love
0: me now. Got dreams, don't ever chase it Unused island, go ahead and waste it Live I'll shut it face it Forget past and try to erase it I never have and I never will Receive if you understood my path And you understood my need I gotta live till the mic turns off But now I'm here, I cannot go soft. I found myself when the rest got lost I'll be the last in the day right off Gotta live through my all But now I'm here wrapping go ghost Found myself in the wreck got lost. I'll be the last one that they write
3: off. Thank you for tuning in to the right way with Malik Wright. And it is my pleasure. All I gotta say is finally, 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 after, you know, a few months long hiatus, I am, you know. Extra, extra! Excited to be back. Um, got a new co-host, Brian Phelps.
1: Hey, what's up, everyone? I'm just super excited to be here with you, Malik. Honestly, I'm just I'm so stoked that you invited me to be on the show. Uh, yeah, yeah, I'm just ready to get this started.
3: Absolutely, Brian. You know the one reason why I picked you is because we're both, you know, two people headed for, you know, with the same mentality. You know, we we know what we of want course. pretty much out of this whole broadcasting thing. Um, But, you know, it's like I said, it's been a while. It's a new season. Uh, The show goes on, and I want to apologize for a little bit of technical difficulties in the beginning. We will correct that, you know. Uh, Nothing is perfect. But let's get started. And I want to get started. You know, since we're back, we're we're getting everybody geared up for the NFL season, this season coming up. Um, Yep. Where I obviously think that my Cincinnati Bengals are going to do
1: phenomenal. <laughs> that, that's you're going to nice have to, to elaborate. You have to elaborate on what "phenomenal" means in this case. Um, yeah, I don't know about "phenomenal," but that—that's—that's that's, that's the point. That's the point. But, that, I mean, I, I mean, listen.
3: You're allowed to root for your team. You're allowed to say, "Hey, I think my team is going to do this." I'm going to think my team is going to do that. Um, no, yeah. but I, I do think it's going to be a very, very good year for the Cincinnati Bengals. Um, It'll be, it'll be a learning curve, I, I, I tell you that much. It'll be a learning curve. But, you know, to talk on some smaller topics for the Cincinnati Bengals, you know, obviously since that's my team, I've got to bring them up in some way or another. Uh, of I'm course. sure many of you have heard, and if you did not have, if you haven't heard yet, you know, their first-round cornerback, William Jackson, out of the University of Houston, towards pectoral muscle. Now, th- this, this is the one thing that's mind-boggling with me, Brian, and I want to get into this with yeah. you. Why do you think okay. that so many rookies get hurt, I, or I should say, so many premier rookies get hurt in the NFL? You know, at, they do. Or, or, it, it seems to be every single off season. It, it seems and it always in this camp. happens every single off season. Always
1: in camp. It's always in camp.
3: Why, why do you think this? And is? it's always. Do you think that? Do you, do you think that there's there's like a, they're pushing the players too hard, or do you think that? Conditioning. I mean, what do you think the reason is? Reasoning is for that because I, I can remember last year, Marquis Flowers, uh, um, from the uh, Jacksonville Jaguars.
1: Uh, I was even about to uh, say it's always the Jaguars. <laughs> about to say it's the first time it's not Jacksonville. Like, no, I mean, yeah, I you know, it has a lot to do with. Um, oh, I'm sorry, what are you saying? No, go ahead. Go ahead. You're good. I, I think like a lot of it has to do with just. Just the rigors of being in the NFL is a lot different than playing in a small college like Houston. Even if it is a big-time school, it's a lot different. And regardless, injuries happen. Injuries happen to everybody in camp. I remember last week we were just talking about the pup list and all these big-name players are on the unable-to-play list. It doesn't. It, it's yeah. not just rookies. You know what I'm saying? I mean, Edelman's hurt. There are all these different sort of guys are hurt right now. So, I mean, he'll probably. Yeah. I, I don't know the extent to his injury so far. But I remember last year, Fowler mm-hmm. missed the whole season. And I hope for you and the team, I hope that he doesn't miss the whole season because that's extremely unfortunate when a rookie has to miss yeah. the entire first year in the NFL. I, I, that's well, just it's tough to watch.
3: Well, well, to simmer it down a bit, you know, you're absolutely right. You hit the nail on the hammer. Now, here's my thing. The, the reason why I going be a huge blow is because the Cincinnati Bengals have a history of not playing their rookies right away. You have to. The last okay. time you know a rookie actually made an impact for the Cincinnati Bengals, it was AJ Green and Andy Dalton. That's the last time yeah. rookies actually
1: made an impact for the Cincinnati oh, Bengals.
3: So I'm what not about, too concerned about what that. What about Gio Bernard though? Gio Bernard. It took Gio Bernard a, ye- a year to make. It it took Gio Bernard a year, an entire season, to start making an impact. That's because our starting running back at the time. Was the law firm Ben Jarvis Green Ellis, who you know, you as a businessman <laughs> you know very, very well. Yeah, um, I do. So it's back to what I said. You know, this is going to be as big as a big of the loss that everybody's making it out to be because he wasn't, he was going to be our fourth corner at best, you know, starting out. And it's just how Cincinnati's system is um, Paul Gunther and Mark yep. Lewis over there. And, um, you know, it's, it's just the way they like to groom their guys. But, Let's let's turn this page a little bit because I, I don't want people to get annoyed with me talking about my Cincinnati Bengals. I know I'm like one of the lone <laughs> ones around. Um,
1: you really are, I will look say put that. Yeah. Here.
3: I want to talk to a team locally. And yes, I'm talking about the New York Football Jets. I want, to go, I want uh, you guys to do me a big, big favor. You get your stop signs out, out of your closet, okay? You get your stop signs up out of the closet, and you put a stop <laughs> on this parade about Ryan Fitzpatrick, you know, being the, the saving grace. Let me explain something to you guys very, 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 very carefully. Ryan Fitzpatrick mm-hmm. is not a savior. Okay? So even if the Jets yeah. decided to sign him or not, Ryan Fitzpatrick would have not changed. I mean, maybe you want to or two, a game or two more. Maybe. But we're talking about a guy who has not started quarterback long enough to play in a playoff game. We're talking about a guy who every single time he gets the top dollar <coughs> Buffalo Bills contract. He this. Mm-hmm. So Brian, I want right, to so,
1: your 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 standpoint is on that. Alright, so you gotta think first of all, he signed a one year deal, okay? He he's not a young guy. He finished ten and six last season for 3,900 yards, and had the most touchdowns the first season in his this I mean, look, mm-hmm. they should have made the playoffs. This team definitely should have made the playoffs last year. You can see how super excited Brandon Marshall is just to have him back, posting all these pics of him on Snapchat and on Instagram with just like Ryan Fitzpatrick in the background on hikes. I mean, look, he hasn't been a great quarterback in his in his career. He, he's been like sort of just like um, a journeyman quarterback. He had a little stint with the Bills. He wasn't very good in Buffalo. He got hurt a lot. But last year, I just want he's he's at look. He's an athletic quarterback. Okay, people don't like to give him a lot of credit. He can move around. He can move around. He really can. I promise you that right now. He he's had some very impressive games last year. They should have made the playoffs. They have a defense that can lead that team to the playoffs. They need him to be nothing more than Mark Sanchez was in 09 and 2010. And they'll definitely be a wild card, fringe type of playoff team this year. I think. Now, that's not what Geno Smith thinks. That's not what you think. But I believe that they will make the playoffs this year as a 6 or a 5. New York football Jets. I think the Jets will make the playoffs as a 6 seed this year. I really do. I really do. You know what? I, really do. You know what? I, I couldn't say this before, but I'm going to say it now. What was that the
3: New York Football Jets for the simple fact that Ryan Fitzpatrick? Uh, what, what record did he break for the Jets? What, what record was that, Brian? That he broke
1: touchdown passes in the regular
3: season. Touchdown passes,
1: right? That's sad yep.
3: that Ryan Fitzpatrick broke your touchdown passing record.
1: I mean, he also had that's Joe very Nathan very sad. One too, so.
3: But I, I just want to say that's sad because look at the time span from Joe Namath. Okay. Oh, they have nobody. There's, they've only, had there's only a point. few quarterbacks that there's only a few quarterbacks that the New York Jets have had that are actually notable names.
1: But I mean I'm thinking like Jimmy Casaverdi. Chad Pennington, I mean, maybe yeah. Uh, yeah. Chad, Chad yeah, Chad Pennington. Like Ken O'Brien. Uh, these are guys that I'm thinking of. These aren't very good quarterbacks. And no, these are bad. I, exa- my point exactly. The reason
3: why you know those quarterbacks are because what? They're in your division. Yeah. You play them, but I'm talking so, about the average NFL fan. The average NFL fan, Brian. Let's bring it back. The average NFL fan. The quarterback. The first quarterback that comes to mind when you think of the New York Football Jets is either Joe Namath. Or, or Mark Sanchez. no, it is Joe Or Mark Sanchez. And I can guarantee you, it's not Mark Sanchez for any good reason.
1: It's. It, that is. That is a fact. It, I. I do. But why don't make. I'll, it he speaks volumes. Any
3: anyway. It speaks volumes because I don't care that Ryan Fitzpatrick broke your touchdown passing record. I don't care that his beard is is like it, it makes him magical or whatever. And people, all these jet fans, these men are running around trying to grow the same beard as him and saying, "Fitzpatrick." Right, okay, Brandon Marshall the more. Would rather Geno Smith? Hold on, Smith. hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. I'm a thing. I'm a And that and 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 that. You know all, all, all this, you know, all this other stuff. We're talking about a guy who's been in the league, who used to be the Bengals' backup quarterback as well. We're anyway. talking about a guy who, since he's been in the league, has not flourished. He's had bright spots. But in my eyes, Ryan Fitzpatrick is nothing more than a backup quarterback. He's nothing more than a backup quarterback who can sometimes, at very best on occasions, come in, and you know, produce. I, I okay. I, so can I ask you a question? Fans, now? I'm not Jets, Jets fans. I'm not trying to get down on you. I just want you guys to understand. By signing Ryan Fitzpatrick, that does absolutely nothing for your football team. Because when it comes down to it, when it comes down to it, when the chicks are on the line, and you got to beat the New England Patriots, and you got to beat teams like they, the Lions. They, ball, did beat, actually, they did last season, actually. They beat us last let season. Let me get through my let me let me get through my argument, right? Let me get through my argument. All right, I'm, I'm you gotta talking. beat you gotta beat these premier teams in the AFC just to make it to the playoffs. Now, getting in the playoffs, being in the playoffs, and playing these teams and during the playoffs is a totally different animal. Now, yeah. when you gotta play these teams like Pittsburgh, the Baltimore Ravens, who I have no faith in, but they just somehow play good when the chips are on the line. Um, when you You're have to face these teams that are perennial, my, my Bengals, for instance. We have to face teams that are actually, oh, by the way, Jess, we're going to destroy you September 11th at
1: MetLife Stadium.
3: I can guarantee you that. <laughs> I'm just saying that, and I will be at that game live in attendance. But as I said <laughs> before, when you, when, you, when you, you know, when you sign Brian Fitzpatrick and you think he's going to be the be-all, he's going to be the savior for the New York Jets, you're sadly mistaken, and I feel bad for you as sex fans because that is sad. Because it... Okay. Listen, you guys know, if you, you guys know one thing about me. When it comes to this show, I speak in facts. The proof is in the pudding. The jury's out on Ryan Fitzpatrick, okay? It's not... It's no hidden secret.
1: So, you wait, know, wait, wait. The kind, of, the kind Can of, I ask you a question? Hold on. Can I just ask you a simple question? Yes, yes, yes. So would you rather start Geno Smith or Ryan Fitzpatrick? I'm sorry, I you... I want to go with Geno Smith. I'm going with Geno Smith. You would rather start Geno Smith than Ryan Fitzpatrick, really? Yes. Now I'm I'm not saying I don't I'm not saying that the Jets won't make the playoffs because Ryan Fitzpatrick's an all-pro quarterback who was like Ann Rogers or anything, and he's going to be super special with those 50 touchdowns. or I, I think he's an average NFL quarterback. I think he's, he's good for what the Jets are. The Jets know they're not going to go to the Super Bowl. They know they're not going to push New England or Pittsburgh or Cincinnati. I, they know that. But they are a 10-6 mm-hmm. type of team like they were last year. Last year, they got, it was I, an unfortunate incident in Buffalo. They ended up losing that game, in large part, I will say, because of Ryan Fitzpatrick. But Geno Smith doesn't give him any better of a chance to win. Geno Smith has done nothing so far in his two years of starting in the NFL to show me and to show well, Jeff James that he's you, good you enough said, to lead that team to the oh, world. Oh, you, said, he's he's you, said, you,
3: you said how many years did Geno Smith have in the NFL?
1: Two.
3: Two, right? To prove himself, right? Yeah. Now, here's what, here's, here's what my counter at right this. Ryan Fitzpatrick has had 11 years in the NFL. You're
1: right.
3: Not one, not two, not three. 11 years in the NFL. He's going into his 12th season to start yep. a playoff game, okay?
1: her, Let yeah. me start
3: that off right now. Let me start that off right now. He couldn't cut it with the okay. St. Louis Rams. He couldn't cut it with the Cincinnati Bengals, not even as a backup. The Buffalo Bills handed him the starting job. And gave him a contract extension after he beat the New England Patriots.
1: Yeah, yeah, remember that? I remember that. Unfortunately, he I couldn't it. cut
3: it. He couldn't cut it with the Tennessee Titans. Nope. He couldn't cut it with the Houston Texans.
1: What? He couldn't
3: cut it with the Houston Texans. What?
1: But what was his record New last York. year with the New York Jets? It does not. Literally. He won. It. I mean, it doesn't matter because they they have a good enough team to have an average quarterback lead to the playoffs. They have a very talented team They have a good coach. They have a great defense. They have no. Great but we're talking. On the we're not talking
3: about. But we're not talking about the team.
1: We're talking and about fans, The person who's leading the offense. But Jets fans don't even think he's gonna be the savior. They just rather him than Geno Smith. If that means I mean, and I would too personally. I, I, listen This is just my argument Hey,
3: I don't have faith in a guy If you ask me Who do I want to lead my team A guy who's been in the league or Now going into his 12th season Who hasn't started in the playoff game Hasn't won anything major Or do I want a guy who's unproven who's, played, who's only got really two seasons To prove himself And he might have gotten a better opportunity To prove himself if he didn't get his jaw broke I, I'm going with the guy I'm going with the younger guy what was the reasoning for drafting it? I'm sorry, J.L. Smith, he, was, he wasn't he was great, but he wasn't bad. He was like any other young quarterback starting out. He's like but any other young this, quarterback starting out. At this any
1: point, any the Jets don't need, out. they don't need a young quarterback starting out at this point. They need someone who's sort of stable. They need someone who's just going to get the job So the Jets, the what the is Patrick's stable, the what, what I'm saying
3: is, what is stable about Ryan Fitzpatrick? The guy has switched teams more than I've switched socks.
1: But last year he was stable. Last year he in our championship season that we with saw. Team? Right. Geno Smith has played, one played one season two, season with with team, with with two seasons with the same team. Geno Smith has played two seasons with
3: the same team. He was drafted by that team.
1: True. He's younger. But the Jets have already given up on Geno Smith. Ryan Fitzpatrick the Jets have, has
3: been on five Listen, Ryan Fitzpatrick has been on five NFL different, te- different NFL teams.
0: Mm-hmm. He couldn't
3: cut it with two of them who were terrible. I'm talking about before Mariota.
1: He couldn't cut it with the Tennessee Titans, and he couldn't cut it with the Eastern Texans. That says a lot. So, Okay, so regardless of who, like, do you think, not comparing Smith to Fitzpatrick, do you think that Smith could lead the Jets to the playoffs? Yes. You, if
3: given the opportunity, he, and if given, if given the opportunity, if given the the fair chance, he can. With with the proper guidance and the proper coaching, he can. All he all he needs is the opportunity. All he needs is the opportunity. I, Nothing I, else.
1: We we saw what he did with the team that was similar to the team that they had last year, and he went four and twelve. Mm-hmm. And. His first season, he threw 21 interceptions. His second season, he throws 13 interceptions. And I'm not saying that Fitzpatrick's great. He doesn't throw interceptions. Fitzpatrick isn't great. We've seen him throw coffee interceptions. He threw an interception late in the game against Buffalo that cost them the spot in the playoffs. And I watched that. It was like two minutes left. They were in the red zone. And he threw this really bad interception. And I'd rather have him than Geno Smith because throughout the entirety of the regular season, looking at his body of work in 2015 compared to what Geno Smith had done in 2013 and 14, he was vastly, vastly better than Geno Smith. I'm sorry. And and I understand your argument. Geno Smith's younger. There's there's something to build upon. But I don't think the Jets have – the Jets are content being a playoff, a wild-card team this year. The Jets don't have any – big-time aspirations to make it to the Super Bowl or even get to the AFC title or or anything. They just want to make it to the playoffs. This isn't isn't like the Bengals. This isn't the the Steelers or the Patriots or the Seahawks. This is the Jets. The Jets haven't been good in a few years now. They haven't been good since 2010. And since 2010, they've been terrible. They've been god-awful. So to have a guy come in and lead your team to 10 wins despite missing the playoffs, you're going to be pretty happy with the season that you had, especially having a new head coach, having a lot of new faces in the organization, and they still won 10 games. I was impressed. I wasn't blown away by Fitzpatrick, but I was impressed by what he has been able to do. He's been able to move around in the pocket, even out of the pocket. make That was the biggest thing that I saw from him last year. That nobody I mean, he's not, and he's not going to even blow you away with stats. And I gave you the stats that he has the most touchdown passes in franchise history in one season. I mean, that's just like kind of a throwaway stat. And he only had like 31 Mm -hmm. touchdown passes last year. It's not a big time like 50 touchdowns or anything. But he got the Mm -hmm. job done when he needed to get the job done. Honestly, they should have beaten the Patriots twice. Honestly, they shouldn't have beaten the Bills twice. And Geno Smith in there doesn't give them any more wins than they had last year, especially with a tougher schedule than they had last year. Geno Smith might give you – the same amount of wins, maybe nine wins instead of ten, maybe ten again, I think that ten again might even just get enough to make it to the playoffs. And if that's the case, then I definitely would rather have Ron Fitzpatrick than Geno Smith. And Ron Fitzpatrick is more experienced. He's been through the rigors of the NFL far more years than Geno Smith. He's a better decision maker than Geno Smith. I mean, I just think he's a better player at this point of his career. I, I don't know. And most Jets fans aren't saying that he's going to be the next Aaron Rodgers and come in and light the league on fire and save the franchise. The friend, that's not what they're looking for in a quarterback right now, and that's not what they need. But just seeing Brandon Marshall and how he responded to Fitzpatrick signing with the Jets, I think that that, that told me everything I need to know about this. I think that because of just looking at how he responded, that, that just shows when a quarterback and a receiver really care about each other like that, the way that you can tell that Brandon Marshall really likes Ryan Fitzpatrick. I think that means worlds to the team. I think that that's, that's just great for what, the, what they can do on the field. That's just – I think that's awesome, and I think they'll be good. I think they're a good team. Regardless of who the quarterback is, they still have a really talented team around them. I mean, I think either way, they'll be at least 500 regardless. But I do understand Listen, what you're trying to say. I, I, I get your point, though. Yeah. Definitely. I, I just yeah, think, they'll, I think they'll make the playoffs, honestly. The, and I feel like, the that's the jury from a Patriots fan. So. You know, like I said, I really the jury,
3: Well, the jury's still out on the Jets, uh, we'll have to just see what happens when the season does start. Um. Once again, ladies and gentlemen, this is the right way. You can call in at any time. We're discussing everything football. The number to call in is 760-283-0846. Once again, that's 760-283-0846. We're here to answer your questions, concerns, and predictions. But with that being said, we're not going to switch gears. We're going to stay in in conference. I want to talk about the one team I literally can't stand. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm talking about the Pittsburgh Steelers. And I want to talk about Le'Veon Bell. Uh, Mr. Bell, ding, ding, ding. Uh, You know, how many times are we going to have to go through this with, you know, Pittsburgh Steelers players? Okay? How do you miss your drug test? Number one, why are they even having a drug test as an NFL player?
1: Well, I mean, they all do, tests, I think. Right.
3: I mean, they all have. Their I don't know records, how to but His were his work, his were his were his because because he's under probation.
1: Yeah, cause he he's had a a, a record of.
3: He's had a record. So,
1: so breaking the NFL rules. Remind the, me again. How
3: do you miss? You know your your, your drug test, and, and then your 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 comeback was. I switched my phone.
1: I I feel like the NFL I, I feel like the NFL would find a way to contact us if that was the case. I, I I think that's a dumb I feel like what LeVeon Bell did was really childish. Like that's something a high school student would do. Like when it comes to like, oh, I forgot my doctor's appointment and oh well the doctor called me but I, I got a new phone. So I mean I I feel like that's just a lame excuse at this point. I don't know. And and now Bell is going out saying, Oh, I know I'm not gonna miss any games." Like like is he really is he being arrogant or is he just being confident? I'm not sure. I, I don't know what to think of this situation. He got suspended last the, year for two games. He's gonna probably get suspended fa- this year for two games. Like I don't know. Is he that immature at this point in his career? The fact of the matter just stands this right. It
3: stands it stands here. This is what the fact of the matter is. Certain NFL players think they're untouchable. Certain athletes think they're untouchable. Mm -hmm. And they think they don't have to answer to anyone. Let me explain something to you, man. And I know I'm nobody but an aspiring broadcast journalist. Let me explain something to you. My friend, you don't simply just submit a mandatory drug test, okay? I agree. I really really do agree. You willfully make decisions... Not to, not to answer to, these, to, these, to the NFL. You willfully make decisions not to go to your drug test. And you, sir, you, sir, should be reprimanded in the most, you know, you know, extensive way, I think. And part of that is because I hate Oops. the dealers, yes. But it also is because I believe in upholding the belief policy. Le'Veon Bell, let me explain mm-hmm. something to you, man. You're not mm-hmm. that smart. Okay? We all know you skipped sure skip this drug test. You willfully skip this drug test because you thought I'm Le'Veon Bell and I can do that. My friend, there are other ways to reach you besides your personal phone, as my co-host said. It's not about... It's Listen, listen, I'm pretty sure your agent, boy, it's your agent's job to protect you. It's. I'm pretty sure your agent made efforts to reach out to you to let you know.
1: Yeah, I, I do agree. Hey, but agent, I will... you got
3: to – but, oh, I'm sorry to stop you right now, Brian. We actually have a caller calling into the right way, so okay. let me get to this caller right now. I want to thank you for calling into the right way with Malik Wright and Brian Phelps. Who am I speaking with? Maurice. What's I don't, Maurice. Sorry, you don't that. I'm good. You know, we're, we're over here discussing, I'm pretty sure you heard, we're over here discussing Le'Veon Bell missing his uh, drug test. And I, I don't mean just one, I mean multiple ones. And his excuse yeah. was, his phone, he switched phones. So what do you think about That's that? Bull.
1: <laughs> That's You said,
3: sure, what I think about it?
1: Yeah. Yeah. Oh, personally,
4: in my opinion, I think he, I, I think he's doing it being that his agent and all this is always some excuse because, like, half of the guys, like we just saw, I'm sure um, you guys watch it, O.J., I think I might say that O.J. Mayo got suspended uh, yeah. for doing almost the same thing. So he feel like, yeah, he's feeling okay, like, out of the
1: league.
4: Yeah. So I guess he's thinking, and then he's risking, in my opinion, the whole Pittsburgh thing. It wasn't bad last year, but that's the key. That's the key loss to Pittsburgh. And come on, we all know he's going to face the suspension. But I don't. I don't like the fact that he did it that way. He could have handled it. He could have handled it different.
1: I, I agree. I feel like Yo, he should have taken responsibility for his mistake. And like He could have been more responsible about it. Yeah, I do agree. I mean, these guys it's like I guess. Don't, yeah.
4: Uh, these guys right now, like the the guys, like I can't even say really the young young guys, really. But it's like it's no example in the league. Like if you're
3: doing
4: well, I, if you're I, doing I, that, I, I agree. I agree. If you're if you're if you're doing all of this, you're doing all this um smoking and all this. Then who's to say the guy who come in there next, a rookie, And he do the same thing as you? What he's not gonna pick up his phone?
3: <laughs> I, exactly. I, the, you know, first, got, you learn from the guys that are that are you know above, that are that, you're, that are above you. You learn from the vets.
1: I I personally hate the excuse. A lot of times NFL players use the excuse that other people get to smoke and do all this stuff. But as an NFL player, you know that's against the rules. You know exactly what the rules are, and you are violating mm-hmm. these yeah. rules, and you're just going to go out and sit there and say, "Oh." I mean, I, I didn't I didn't have my phone, like, you know. And that's just irresponsible at this point. There's nothing I can even say to the family, Deion Bell. I mean, I think he's a great player. I really do. But what he's doing is very irresponsible and very childish. And exactly, it's I agree. The Steelers are really going to need him for these first four games. And yeah, for the especially Steelers especially to try they to they get play... home field advantage, they're really going to need Leon yeah. Bell. Especially and what he's play... done is just hurt his team. Yeah.
3: Yeah, you know, and with with Marquez, Brian already out.
1: Exactly. That's
3: that, that that means the Steelers are down two weapons.
1: Yeah.
3: That's sad. So it's Ben and Antonio. Hey, knock knock. Uh, Mike Tomlin, get a hold of your football team. Get your stars together <laughs> because they're not they're not knowing how to act. You know how you talk about discipline all the time. It's time for you to bring that down. Bring the hammer down on your guys. Because now two stars are down for your football. Well, well one star is definite out for the entire season. The other one could very well miss a
1: few games. Mike Tomlin, get your team together. That's what good football is. And you got to think. McGarrett Blunt was in the same situation as Le'Veon Bell last season. Exactly. McGarrett Blunt, he left you went to New England and you don't get any of these problems from Garrett Blount. And I, I'm not just saying that as a fan of the team, of the Patriots, but I'm saying there's something going on with the Steelers. I feel like Le'Veon Bell, because it was Le'Veon Bell and Le'Garrette Blount who were getting in trouble together last year, and that's what costed Bell two games. So there's one common denominator yeah. right now, and that's Bell. That's definitely Le'Veon Bell. He's got to work on that. And Tom has got to work cool. on that. And, yeah, I, I think that there's a problem there. a big problem. Absolutely. So, Maurice,
3: you called in. I know you got some questions. I know you you called in. I know you got some questions, man. You're a frequent caller, man, and I always appreciate the support of the right way. You know, I talked to you several times about how we're going to get this thing up and running again. It's going to be back better than ever. And, you know, it seems like we're on the the right track towards that. So what you got for me, brother?
4: I don't know. Basically, it's not really that. If, if you if you keep doing what you do, I think in my personal opinion, God gonna find a way for you. I told you this period, more times, off than on the show. But the thing is, um, I, you know, as as you, my brother-in-law, like you know, I have I got I gotta watch you because I actually watch you grow, and then this football thing with um you guys doing, I see I actually like it. cause it gives it, gives, it gives every. It gives it gives everybody a different side because like ESPN, like they have a couple guys, but they're talking for one point. They're not talking about from all over, all over points. Exactly. I agree. Exactly, and that's, that's, and that's, that's that was
3: the whole that's that's the whole mission for that, for the right way here. You know, trying a, to give people a different and look.
4: That, and as a like football, like a football fanatic, as in myself, I like to hear from both sides. I don't just want to hear about one side and what he's doing. I want to hear about the whole thing, about both sides.
3: Absolutely, absolutely. And, yeah. you know, I can assure you that we, and this is for all the listeners out there, we put the time and the effort in to actually stay up to date with this information. We,
1: di- we dig deep. And if, this is not
3: like a, just a day job. This is not just something we just get on here, you know, Thursdays and, and, and do. This is uh, I like to think. now nah, like
1: we research, research all week.
3: Jobs, research all week. We 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 know our material because we want to be able to answer any question that you guys throw at throw at us. You know what I mean? I. So like you know, like I said, Maurice, the the support is greatly appreciated. So I know you're a Vikings fan, Maurice. How do you think they're going
4: to do this year? I think we're going to be better than that. Um... See um Teddy Bridgewater he's growing. He's not with I love him. You know, he's not he's not he's not like a you know coming in the lead, I'm going to throw this touchdown, I'm going to win MVP this and that. He just like he's growing in a football player. And that's what that's what I actually like about some of the um young guys that come in the lead that plays quarterback cuz it's hard cuz when you're a quarterback, you 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 the, you the leader. You get that touchdown, you get that winning touchdown, you 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 the hero. You you don't get that time yeah. how you throw a pick you you the enemy so it's hard yeah, for him he's out. young he's young so being that he's young like last year he he didn't have a terrible season he just you know he just coming oh, he he just coming in the league yeah he just coming in the league because in my opinion if um like they gotta mix it up to a certain extent okay like um. We got Adrian Peterson. Adrian Peterson, in my opinion, he shouldn't get – he got the ca- the carries, the – um, as many carries in the game. And, like, against the Green Bay, I'm sure you guys saw that when we lost the Green Bay. That was the, the first game when we lost the Green yeah, Bay. Yeah. When they bought, the reason why we lost Adrian Peterson was getting the ball too much and everybody knew he was getting the ball. If we were to run yeah. a play-action scheme against certain teams, I already know it would will, it will be just as great. Me being a Viking fan because Teddy Bridgewater he's not bad. Don't get me wrong. He's not he's not the bad quarterback. He's a not basic. When we when we see when we see I somebody love Teddy
1: Bridgewater.
4: when we see when we see somebody we think he's gonna be a um a Russell Wilson. We gonna we think he's gonna be a Peyton man. That's what we expect from quarterbacks that come in the league, especially when you get that when he was in Louisville, going what six interceptions and fifty seven touchdowns in his, in his whole career at Louisville. And then we look at him like, okay, is he going to do this or is he going to do that? Because, like, Tom Brady. Tom Brady wasn't – he wasn't – he just – soon he got his chance to go out there and do it, he did it. That's why everybody expects more mm-hmm. from Brady than anybody else. Pay him in, another guy. Like last year when we talked about it. Pay him in is a guy is surrounded around him. They brought him from the Colts and got him to the Broncos. So, I think, no, I, I think, I think we – I think we have a I think we have a good a good season. The de the defense could get stronger in my opinion. It could get stronger. The offense the offense did they did they did what I, more than I expected than I thought like okay, okay, they did this, they did that. Only thing that messed me up, I'm not even about I know everybody I know everybody So it hurts my heart just talking about it right now when he missed the kick. I don't yeah, I'm i yeah. am not, I'm not yeah, I'm not mad at the situation. I'm not – because a lot of people said um, um, he should have kicked it with the lace out. If you noticed, the last mm-hmm. two kicks that he did, the, lace was, the laces was in. The laces was never out. So he kicked it. Hey, everybody missed a kick. I actually, I, to be honest, I like the way they moved the kick back on the extra point because now it gives more teams – No, I let me, tell you, let me tell you why I like it. Because most of the times, you'll make it. I want to see the game – but for like Pittsburgh Steelers, we know they are gonna go like the, um, Bill Buxworth said they are going for two points every time. I just like I just like the fact that okay now if he missed the kick, then we might see a return and make the game more exciting. The game is so it's so bad today, period. Because it's so it, it feels like it's rigged. Like you can't enjoy you can't really enjoy it enjoy it, but you can enjoy it to a certain extent. Yeah.
3: Now. Now, here's where I'm at with the situation. You guys, I love the direction you're going into. I really love the direction you're going into. You just gave your football coach, who I, you know, I'm very, very big on because he's our former defense coordinator, Mike Zimmer. Um, we just gave him a contract extension, which is awesome, great to do, because he was going to be a, uh, you know, um you know, uh, he's going to be a highly sought-after football coach if he was to be let, you know, go. So you guys did, you guys made the right move with re-signing him, you know, this early. Yeah. Now, here's where I'm at with the situation. Your defense is going to be good because you have a defensive mastermind as your coach. But
0: mm-hmm.
3: if Teddy if Teddy Bridgewater is listening, <laughs> somehow, if Teddy Bridgewater is listening or this, gets back, this awesome. gets back to him somehow, Teddy, I need you to do me a favor, man. You're right here. Okay. You're you're literally at my forehead. I need you to break loose from that fourteen touchdown barrier and you know, catapult that into like twenties, mid twenties. Because when you do that, that means that means more points for your team, that means a greater chance to win. Now now Maurice, I hear what you're saying. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying no, 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 no. from year one year to... one with Teddy Year One with Teddy Bridgewater, fourteen touchdown passes. Year two with Teddy Bridgewater, fourteen touchdown passes. And year two, a quarterback should be in their twenties at least. Yeah, I and know I need him to get above def- that. I need I I need him to get above that. I need him to catapult himself above that a bit. And I'd like let to me, ask let you, me. listen. Yeah, go ahead.
4: No, I should agree with that. It should be twenty. But let me tell you only thing, as a Viking fan, and I'm sure you guys point out if you know football personally, Teddy Bridgewater, he like he's like the I'm not comparing him to Rick, but his first instant is, okay, if I don't see nobody open directly for the long ball, I'ma just run it. That's that and then as soon as he sees somebody open, he stands there. He takes he, he takes the sacks, which I don't like because he lose yard he lose most of the yards. But last year, we saw that. But he's looking too much. He's not like he can't shut down. He he can hit you short, but when he go
3: to long, he he's not long ball. So he's, he's not allowing things to develop, basically.
4: Yeah, exactly. He's not letting it open yeah. up. He now well, that
3: that's that, here's that, what I have those are a good. lot of traits of a young quarterback. I mean, now here's the one I love, love Teddy, husband, Bridge. Teddy Bridgewater, and I and I do love him. I really do love him. I need, mean, like, as I said before, I need Teddy Bridgewater to get past that 14 touchdown barrier. I need Teddy to get past that 14-touchdown barrier. But you have made mention, Maurice, that, you know, Teddy runs a lot. But I have his stats in front of me. He does not run as often as I think he should, okay? He, last season alone, he had only forty-four attempts, 44 attempts. Now, I'm not saying every quarterback should run, but I'm saying if you have the ability, you have the God-given ability to run, to help put your team in better situations, but, take off and uh, run. Now, I'm here's, not, what I'm saying with the Teddy, here's what I'm saying with the Teddy Bridgewater situation. Here's what I'm saying with the Teddy Bridgewater situation. Now, his stats are showing this to me. Teddy Bridgewater throws 14 touchdown passes, right? Which means he doesn't throw a lot, right? Right?
1: Mm-hmm. That's
3: what that means. He doesn't throw the deep ball or, you know, throw that more. Teddy Bridgewater got sacked last season 44 times. He, and he only took off to run 44 times. He only had 192 yards running, which tells me Teddy Bridgewater is, becomes a sitting duck if he doesn't see the play develop right away. Meaning yeah. he exactly. allowed himself to get but, sacked
4: but then, Now people
3: can blame then, it on the offensive line All they want People can blame it on the offensive line all they want But it comes a 44 sacks The quarterback has to take credit for at least half of that That's
0: because true comes a point now, in time
3: as an NFL quarterback Where you gotta make decisions You gotta stop looking at the line There's too many times I've seen Viking game Teddy Bridgewater is focused on the line Rather than the play that's ahead of him You know the play development
4: I actually I should agree i know I actually agree I should no, I agree. agree, but let me tell you from Teddy being young, like you don't know what like you're a football player this was this where I'm coming from I'm being, yeah. i been I talked to everybody about this when you're a football player, you gotta think two ways, think first of all to win, but then you gotta okay, say if Teddy Bridge would have ran it, he got hit, he's out what three four games. First of all, who's gonna be playing him, and how long do it? And then that got to that got to get you thinking. Okay, we might need somebody else 'cause Teddy might not be back that uh this long or this. That's how he probably thinking. He's young. I I think personally this year he was a scorer in my opinion, like about twenty three touchdowns. I I ain't saying he gonna do a Brady or Peyton Manning to go out there and throw forty knockers if he do that. Hey, <laughs> mm-hmm. I I think
1: that. I think that um, Teddy Bridgewater shows a lot of traits of a young quarterback who's trying to find his way in the league. I really like yeah. Teddy Bridgewater a lot. I think, he's, I think he's a great quarterback. I think he has a lot of talent, and he's going to be a great quarterback in the league, no doubt. But I think right now he's just trying to find his way. Of course, lots of young quarterbacks take a lot of sacks, but lots of young quarterbacks have worse teams than Teddy Bridgewater does, and they don't have as much athletic ability. So I think that this year what Teddy Bridgewater needs to do, and Malik, are right, he does need to be more mobile. He does need to get out of the pocket and move around more because he's a lot. His passing game is a lot like Alex Smith because he likes to check the ball down. He's like a West Coast quarterback who likes to throw short, little dink and dunk passes, and that gets the job done well and good. But when the, when it, when it's a big time game, you know who's getting the ball during when, when right. it's a big play and you need it. You need these yards. You know who's getting the ball? Adrian Peterson's getting the ball. Everybody in the stadium knows Adrian Peterson's getting the ball. And that is the problem with the Minnesota Vikings offense. That everybody in the stadium knows that Pierce is getting the ball, and and Bridgewater is not going to be that, counted on to do a lot. So, once he's able to do a little more. I think you'll be a great team. I think you'll be a Super Bowl contender in a few years. I definitely do. Yeah, don't, yeah.
4: Don't don't get don't get me wrong. don't get me wrong,
1: because we almost made it last year, which
4: almost don't cut it in my opinion. But the sense that and me, I'm a Viking fan heavy. But I just think Adrian Peterson is so much on his plate. He carried the ball more than – he carried the ball too much, carried it way too much. And sometimes, like, if you saw, like, um, in the Green Bay game, going back to the Green Bay game, after Clay Matthews, Clay Matthews snooped out every play, they were still giving Adrian Peterson the ball when he wasn't – once he wasn't carrying the ball, this is something, they would have had to – they should have told Teddy Bridgewater, okay, you got to try to do this. I th- I'm not saying that he scared the run, but then in the NFL, you take one bad hit, but sometimes you gotta take the chances. You you are a football player.
1: Yeah, I do agree with you. Actually, I really do. And I think I think Bridgewater will make that step this season. I think you'll see a, an increase in the statistics, and I think that your your team will win around the same amount of games—eleven, ten, eleven games—and I think he'll be in the playoffs. And large part, too, two to Teddy Bridgewater. There's a lot on his plate this season. This is the year yeah. he's expected to break out. This really is. And I hope for his sake he does, because I've always been a fan of his since he was at Louisville, like you like you previously mentioned. But but that defense is really what's going to make y'all quick this year. Your defense is really going do to do some damage, just like you did last year. Agreed. And that's the thing that that's what's going to really get you guys past the hump. It's guys like Anthony Barr and Captain Munerlin and, yep. and Harrison Smith. Those are the guys that are really going to be. And, of course, Bridgewater is the main focus because he's the quarterback. That's like the biggest position in all of sports almost. But th- those are the guys. The defense is really where you're one of the elite teams in the NFL defensively. I, I do think that. And once Teddy Bridgewater steps his game up to the point where he above just an average game-managing quarterback, which he, which he is right now. He's just basically a game-managing quarterback. He's a He doesn't make too many mistakes. He gets the ball down the field when he has to. But once he kind of sheds that label and becomes really a premier quarterback, then he'll be able to make some noise in the NFC. So I agree with you. Absolutely. Um, now, let me ask you – I'm going
4: gonna, I'm gonna to ask you guys mm-hmm. one more question. Um. I'm sure y'all saw the um draft. Um who who are your um you guys um uh, breakout um stars? Like breakout rookie.
1: You you right, go, Brian. Go. Honestly, because of what happened, I think that and, and it's not like a breakout breakout type of like putting up all the Just like, a good, like we, a good first year. I think that Laramie Ponto is gonna have a great first year. I think he's gonna have a great career. I think he was the best offensive lineman in the draft. And I think that he's going to be motivated by what happened to him in the draft, and he's—I, I think he's going to be great this year. I really do, and for the rest of his career. How about you? Um, I'm actually going with—I'm
3: actually going with defensive tackle Andrew Billings out of the University of of um Baylor. The reason why I'm going with Andrew Billings is because if you ask any draft expert. They had him going in the first round, if not top 15. This man dropped all the way to the fourth round. And to this day, no one understood why. People said, oh, because he had an injury. It wasn't, it wasn't any of that. People said 40 times. He was the strongest player in the draft. He broke Texas's bench, bench lifting record. Um, the reason actually why, the same reason why Geno Atkins dropped is because of his height. Now, I think he's gonna be a player that's gonna turn take that motivate and use that as motivation. You know, that's right, that's yes, the huge drop. He he lasted towards the end of the fourth round. It wasn't like the beginning of the fourth round. He he was in the late the later the later stages of the fourth round. I think he's gonna take that motivation and um you know p- apply that to his career and I think him and you Geno know, Atkins will be a force to be reckoned with for years
1: to come on the defensive line. But one guy, one guy, sorry to sort of interrupt, but one guy I do think, I think Laquan Treadwell from Minnesota is going to be great this year, very, very good this year, too, actually. Yeah. I think he was one of the best receivers in college when he was at Ole Miss. I think he's a really good player. But, yeah, who do you think okay. is going to be I, one I of the big stars follow. this year? Uh, Just
3: switch gears a little bit, guys. Um. As everyone knows, uh, I want to make mention of this really, really quickly. As everyone knows of the unfortunate passing of one of my favorite, 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 favorite NFL head coaches, um, Dennis Green. You know he uh, mm-hmm. he definitely you know changed the game as an NFL head coach. You talk about motivating. This guy was definitely a motivator. Um, you know, for quotes like, "The secret to success is not to start from scratch." You know, the secret, mm-hmm. he, I'm sorry. He says one of his famous quotes for "The secret to success is to start from scratch and keep on scratching." And obviously, everybody knows his fa- his most famous line is um, yeah. <laughs> "I love, I love, <laughs> I love, I love saying it." I'm gonna and I'm gonna say it. I'm gonna say, it, I'm, gonna say it, I'm gonna say this in you know his voice. They are who they I are are. who we thought they were. They are who we thought they were. <laughs> um, <laughs> you know, definitely. I I I just wanted to pay tribute to him and you know. He will definitely be missed. He was definitely a one of a kind coach, and you know, I, I you know, I'm pretty sure the yeah. Cardinals fans and all those, you know, people who, you know, teams he's coached, you know, they definitely are, you know, going to play this season in remembrance of him. But I just want to make mention yeah. of that because, you know, the
1: impact he had on the NFL and on the coaching world was tremendous. You know, so yeah, definitely. Um, being a pioneer even as, an, as know, one of the yeah. early black coaches, yeah.
0: yeah.
1: Um, Maurice, you, you being a
3: Maurice, you being a Vikings fan, do you remember you have any memories of Dennis Green?
4: You said you don't have any ma- memories.
3: Yeah, uh, you know, you being a Vikings fan, like, did, did you have any memories of Dennis Green since he was your coach?
4: There's a couple. I mean, you know, it's like um.
3: I because mean, 'cause we're talking about a guy who's who's not like crazy or moved along from the n f l he he has you know he he you know he didn't leave the n f l not too long ago you know he still stayed pretty active you know you would see him on t v television from now from time to time you know talking or whatnot you know it just a, it's an unfortunate situation you know that i'm you know i i i i'm really lost yeah. i was i've been lost for work since I've been lost for work with the entire situation. And I continue to be lost for with the entire situation because he's a I remember watching that speech. <laughs> that heartfelt speech, you know. And I also remember a, a very, very a very, very crazy quote that just came to mind when Dennis Green, you know, passed away. This is what I thought of. He said, Everybody wants to go to heaven. Nobody wants to die And yeah. you know, I don't know, I just I paid that dividends to, you know, well, you know, obviously what, what we're dealing with now with his passing. So uh, I just wanted to, you know, send my condolences out to the entire NFL organization. Uh, you know, the entire NFL and the Minnesota Vikings organization and Cardinals and many other different teams that, you know, he's helped impact, the, you know, as well as the coaches. I know I'm pretty late on it, but I still wanted to do that because Dennis Green was definitely one of my most, you know, favorite coaches to watch basically. But, um. Yeah. Maurice, I want to thank you for calling in, to the right way, man, uh, for always being a listener, and greatly greatly appreciate it. Um, I, I know we lost him already, but I just want to thank him for calling in. So, uh to switch gears a little bit. Uh, all right. I want to let everybody know, once again, you can call in. Like I said, we're taking all your calls. You can call in at 760 283 Once again, that's 760-283-0846. We're answering all your NFL questions. I'm here, Malik Wright, my co-host, Brian Phelps. And you can also shoot me an email over at my email address, therealmalikwright at gmail.com. Once again, that's therealmalikwright at gmail.com. I'm always, always open to take any questions. If people want want me to talk about certain topics, I know we used to do that a lot. You know, people would email me and tell me about their concerns or people that they want me to have on the show. I'm always willing, I'm always open, you know, to take, you know, to listen to you guys. Like I said, once again, that's the real Malik at gmail.com. You can also follow our page on Facebook at the real I mean, I'm sorry, not the real. Uh, the right way with Malik Wright. Uh you can also follow our page on Twitter. The right way. You can follow our page on Instagram the right way at BSP. Uh, You know, very, very, very excited, you know, continuing to get this thing going. Uh, You know, I want to thank Randy, you know, Randy Zalia, the founder of Back Sports Page for helping making this all possible. You know, just giving my little thanks out. You know, I want to thank my former co-host, Austin Mayo, for, you know, obviously, you know, helping me build this show from the ground up and making it become what it was and, you know, I, I'm, I'm forever indebted and that' forever grateful for you know the, the countless hours and time and efforts he put in to the show as well. you know He's always going to be a member of the right way. He's always going to be, in my eyes my first ever coach. He's always going to be my brother. so I want to thank Austin for you know all his contribution to the right way. It is trust me, it is it is greatly it is greatly greatly great greatly greatly appreciated Austin. everything you've ever done for the right way. For me, for this show, is really appreciated. I do not take it with a grain of salt. The right way misses you, man. <laughs> so, with that being said, it's on to a new, you know, it's onto a new, a new chapter. I'm, I'm with my yeah. man Brian, Brian Phelps. You know, well, I'm ready to get this thing started. You know, so yeah. Brian, I want to ask up? you a question. I said, so Brian, I want to ask you a question, <clears throat> man. Yeah, I don't know about you, but I was very, 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 very upset at a few things. What's up? One thing that caught me: uh, Tyron Matthew. Is he really worth sixty-two point <laughs> five million?
1: Yes, and, and no. I don't mean
3: healthy. I, I, I yeah, cause I, 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 we know what we, we know what he can do when
1: he's healthy. I'm talking about in general.
3: The proof is in the pudding. I'm saying. The jury
1: is- out on the sky. Well, I'm saying yes. And I'm saying my answer is like, yes, sort of a yes and no. It's, it's yet to be seen if he can stay healthy for an extended amount of years. He's had his trouble. He's honestly, I love Tyron Matthew. I think he's an incredible story coming out of LSU. Lots of people sort of forget all the stuff that he had to go through and what he had to overcome to get to this point in his career. And regardless of whether he even is, worth this type of contract, I'm just happy for the guy. I'm happy for him. But whether he is worth it, I think he is because you're not gonna get many other safeties who can produce at that type of level as he has. Um and I think he's not he's not a type of player who's consistently injured like a lot of these guys that you see out here getting contracts. No, I, I think he's 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 consistent. He's a very consistent player. He's not one of the he's not one of the like three or four maybe best safeties in the NFL. But I think that he has a real possibility to becoming one of the best safeties in the league. And look, you seen cra we've seen crazier contracts. I mean, I don't get me started on Navarro Bowman. Like don't get me started I, on I, Joe Flacco. We've seen some wild I mean, contracts seen, in the NFL. So we've seen crazy contracts, but that
3: you know, a guy who's torn his A C L two out of three seasons he's been in the NFL, I don't know. I don't know. But what's even more questionable was,
1: well, even more That's questionable?
3: Yeah. Navarro Bowman.
1: I, yeah. Don't get me started on that.
3: We're, we're talking <sighs> about a guy who destroyed his knee. He was awarded. It was awarded a crazy contract. I mean, I'm. I'm still trying to figure it out. I've like had. Well, I, I, I listen. Well, I don't. I don't believe in play, pl- players that can't stay healthy don't deserve contract extensions to that magnitude no they don't and when not I that saw his contract mad. extension not like <laughs> Nevada, what in the world that.
1: no way yeah
3: the yeah it really is um so you know just a little bit of most small news that you know coming up in the NFL uh we're we're just doing our basically our little bit of a rundown uh uh we all know that Dwight white signed with the Atlanta Falcons. Um Yep. Not sure, you know, I think that I think that's an okay fit for him. You know, it definitely helps Do him out have him well. him? Uh,
1: Does he have anything left in him? does he have anything left in the Falcons? Yeah we're talk, we're talking <laughs> Yeah absolutely.
3: Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I I'm not I'm not I'm not going against the White Uh <laughs> the guy the guy the guy is he still has a lot I, not a lot left in him, but he's still he's still very, very serviceable more than your average He, you know, a, um, he is he definitely yeah.
1: Yeah. I will agree with that, yeah. You're right. He
3: he's he's yeah, he's he's definitely average <laughs> he's better than your you know, your
1: average,
3: average, average defensive end, the NFL. defensive end. Last season he only played eleven games in average speaking wow. And wasn't even starting eleven he, he only played he played eleven oh. games because he got. He was on free
1: agency. Ah, oh, you're That's right. right. That's yep. right. I
3: forgot about that. He signed. Yep. He was. A, yeah, no. He I, was on free agency. And he got. He got. He got uh, picked up by the Arizona Cardinals. And yep. he played 11 games for them. And out of those 11 games, he managed eight sacks and three forced fumbles. So, does he still have a lot left in the tank? Not a lot, but he still got something left in the tank enough to. To be a game changer, I think. Another fun fact: he's the first person that Andrew Whitworth gave, gave a sack up to. I want to say in the last three seasons, so that's very, very impressive as well. Um, like I said, Dwight Freeney, you go get it, man. I'm not sure. I know you helped them out, but I'm not sure if they helped you out. I I don't know if I would have yeah. been that. <laughs> went to that team. Uh, more more stuff. Uh, Greg Hardy potentially might be getting signed. So around the NFL as to where. There's been teams, really Jaguars, Redskins, Jaguars, Redskins, rumored to, you know, be after him. I don't want any part of him. That's what I would say. I just want, I don't want any part of him. He's head I, After, you know, you, you see a lot in the media of people talk about the players and how they act and all that good stuff. But when you actually display it on the field, that's sad, and that's when I back away. I want no parts of it. So... With that yeah. being said, I do not want any parts of Greg Hardy. Greg Hardy, you are fine with where you are. And if that's where you are, it's free if free agency is where you are, I'm fine with that. Trust me. You are a head case. Um,
1: you know I, I can't stand yourself. Greg Hardy. I'm sorry. I, I can't I'm sorry, I can't stand the fact that he's even giving an opportun- given an opportunity to come back into the league. He was wrong. I, everybody knows he was wrong. This man has shown no remorse for any of his actions. And this is I cannot believe that the NFL will give this man another shot. Wh what I think like Greg Hardy is so great that what he did that was despicable isn't even like worth mentioning anymore. Like it's not like Adrian Peterson got in trouble, but Adrian Peterson's so freaking good that it doesn't even matter. Yeah. He's like one of the he's like the best running back in the NFL in my opinion. Greg Hardy's not the best defensive player in the NFL. Greg Hardy's not JJ Watt or Luke Chikli. Like to be that good and to get in trouble and still be able to come back into the lead, into the league, you gotta be on some JJ Watt level of play <laughs> and like lead the NFL in sacks and be on well, like I'll, like I'll, will, Taylor. That's how you have to be. I
3: will say to be able to come back. I will say Greg is. Hardy is a very, very, very Greg Hardy is a very very good player, but his Upside is not as good as his, you know, it's not, it's not, it doesn't, it doesn't, it doesn't overshadow his bad side. So you have to cut your loss yes. with players like that. I'm sorry. Um, more stuff, Little you know, little news going around the NFL. Leon Hall today signed with the New York Giants. That's a nice pickup. Um, what else? Uh, uh, Nick Foles signed with the Kansas City Chiefs. Reuniting uh, himself with his former former head coach uh, Andy Reid and uh, man Nick you know, uh, you know, guys, we out for certain things like um, the Cowboys are in you know preliminary do- dialogue right now with Josh Freeman, who's <laughs> I, don't, okay. I don't even know what to make of Josh Freeman. Yeah, uh, you know, hosting, I have a um, Seahawks are hosting, real quick uh, former Saints guard Jahari Evans. Uh, you know, for for a visit. So you know, there's certain there's little things to look out for in the NFL. Once again, like I said, we're just updating you guys with all the news that is surrounding the NFL. Everything NFL, everything football. That's what we are all about.
1: Rumors, everything. We're almost out of time, but Brian, you had something to say. I, I mean, it was small. It was. Um, I remember the year that they went ten and six in in uh, Tampa Bay. I begged mm-hmm. my mom for a so sickle Josh Freeman jersey. And, like, why do I still have that? Like, why is that in my closet as we speak? Because that's embarrassing. That's, like, one of the more embarrassing jerseys. That's up there with the Air Hernandez Patriots he jersey of this bad jersey that I don't even want to look at in my closet ever again. Sorry, but that's, yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. you know, I,
3: I, I can't tell you why you still got a Josh Freeman jersey, man, but maybe, maybe it's just collection, man, you know? Uh, but maybe maybe you just play around in that. Maybe play throw some throw football around. And <laughs> you know, um, you know that's pretty much it. That's the only thing I can think of. Huh? Well, anyway, gentlemen, I want to thank you guys for tuning in to the relaunch of the Right Way with Malik Wright, Brian Phelps. I am very very yep. excited for the future. I'm excited for the direction that we are headed into, and I want to thank you guys for your continuous support, your uh, you know your love. I, I got all your emails. You know, I got your emails about when am I gonna come back with the show. You know, do not think that I took them with a grain of salt. Do not think that they went in one year not the other. Do not think that they went into my delete folder. Although some of them did because they were they were uh, <laughs> they were a little out of control. But I, I want to thank you guys <laughs> for you know the love, the support. You know, the continuous um you know just wanting to know more about you know, pretty much when we're going to get started back up. And I'm, I'm very excited that, you know, that I have the following that I do have. And I'm very, very grateful for you guys and everything that you have done for me. Um,
1: and Malik, Malik again, before I'm we
3: very, go, I, very, I just want
1: to thank, you for, oh, I, I just wanted to thank you for having me on the show, honestly. I'm I'm really just excited to, to start this, to be heard, to be in the show with you as my friends. You know, I, I'm, just, I'm just really hyped for this show. I really am. Absolutely. So thank you.
3: Well, Landon Jimmy, you guys heard it first. And I want to remind you guys that, you know, the show will always go on. And once again, <laughs> like I said, if you, guys, if you guys ever want to reach out to me, you can reach out to me through my email, therealmalikwright at gmail.com. Follow us on our Facebook page the, at The Right Way. You know, The Right Way. Uh, with Malik Wright, our Instagram, the Right Way F S P on our Twitter. The right way. We are we will be very, very open to answer all your questions, concerns, anything you have. And I'm thinking about even launching a Snapchat for for the right way. <laughs> yeah, <that's Snapchat. laughs> but I just want to thank you guys for your continuous effort. Looking forward to the show next week. Once again you can catch us here every single Thursday night, eight PM, live on Vlog Talk Radio. I want to give a special thanks to Randy Zellius, Steve Spenos. Thank you guys so much for your support, my Back Sports Page family. I am finally back, and I'm so excited. Very, very, very excited for the future. Very, very excited to be on this journey with you guys. Brian, you're my man, man. You're my main man. I'm very, very excited, and I think we're gonna, yes, you know, sir. I think we're gonna make magic on the show. We're gonna make magic on the show. Yep. Well, until next week. Thank you guys for tuning in to the Right Way, and remember, the show will always go.
0: Lay the yeah. yeah.
2: Kane is in the building. Yeah. Alright, how ready right. the show goes on all night? In morning we dream so long. anybody ever wonder when they would see the thunder? Just remember when we And put whisk up on your back. They be lying through their teeth. Hope you slip up off your path. I don't switch up, I just laugh. Put my kicks up on their dress. unaffected by they threats. Then get busy on their a- See, that's how that shut down me, man. That's how my daddy raised me. A hey, ring may not be gold, don't let nobody play, man. If you are my homeboy, you never have to pay me. Don't put your hands up. Sometimes it's says hard you L.U.P. the man, cause the brand at the fans Trust So even if they ban Let them never flow my plan, uh. Two in the air for the father that's there Three in the air for the kids in the ghetto Four for the kids that don't want to be there None for the trying to hold him back Five in the air for the teacher not scared To tell those kids that's living in the ghetto that- Back that the world is dead, yeah, yeah. The world is yours. I was once that little boy, terrified of the world. Now I'm on a world tour. I will give up everything, even start a world war. For these ghetto girls and boys, I'm rapping around the world for Africa to New York, Haiti and I detour Oakland out to Auckland, got the strip to Detroit. They hip hop only destroy. Tell them, look at me, boy. I hope your son don't have a gun and never be a D, boy. No matter what you into, no matter what you see, when you look outside your window, brown grass or green grass, pick your fence barbed wire, never ever put them down, you just lift your arms higher, raise them to your arms higher, let them know you there, that you struggling, surviving, that you gon' persevere, yeah, ain't nobody leaving, nobody going home, even if they turn the lights down, the show is going on, all right.